It's me, Leah D. It's your girl, Tay Tay. Welcome to the South by Central and Halsey. Okay, I'm ready. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a dope pod to step two. Step two, step, step two. two. Thank you, thank you for following it up. Yes, um, step two. We step back-ish. We are back-ish. Um, yes, we are back. Apparently the world is circling a toilet bowl and we figured if we are in fact in our last days, then... Maybe we should have some final records of us here on this planet because yeah. last week and I was like, I don't know what day it was, and I was like, damn, we need to record. I have been thinking oh, about us, but we have been busy and complicated. So I was like and living, and I was just like, hmm, maybe we can get this done. Also, I will say, I think in the last episode, which was back in February, it was our birthday episode, mm-hmm. we did say. We wasn't sure what we was going to see y'all when we see And I don't even know why in fact why we even said that because at the time I don't think there was like we were having studio issues. We was have yeah, we was having studio issues and shout out we still have studio issues. So if y'all know somebody true who got a legit podcast studio, like podcast equipment and a studio at the same time. And an engineer. And an engineer, because all we want to do is come in and sit down. And show up and, and show That's up it. and tell us like press we want to be like all right you can press record i want to say mic check one two yeah one you. two and you say go that's all if you know somebody who could do that for us drop us a line by all means um yes but here we are i guess we predicted that we was going to be on a whatever you want to call it it wasn't because we didn't want to no it wasn't it was because I mean, life literally started happening. Life literally. started happening. And I think for once, we we can both, or I think we can both say that statement and it is not a negative thing. Mm-mm. It's just like, we just got caught up in like the good flow of life. Yeah. And I, I appreciate, and I also just, here we go. Uh, summertime. Summertime. And, we, and we're recording from home. So y'all, so expect to, you know, get background noise sort of. Dang, I forgot what I was going to say. I was saying how, oh, wait, wait, I'm a little, I'm not a little high, I'm extra high, but I was saying, basically, I was like, we got here, how did we get here? Oh, we took a break, we took some time, but not because something was bad, it was because... No, a lot, I mean, happening. life literally ha- had been happening for, like, good and, like, things that was just popping up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, my life literally was just, like, happening Yes, you want to tell like people? literally after a couple of weeks. I feel like it's probably a couple of weeks after we recorded. Not even because I think I had the first phone call the week before my birthday, which is probably the week of your birthday when I got whiff of this the job opportunity. Right, because when we went to brunch, you was like in reference check, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because when do we go to the next game? February 20 
in between yeah 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 something like that yeah so I had already had been in conversation about this new gig so basically y'all got a new whole new job I'm living a whole new life Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. working from home mm-hmm. and I my last day at the school full-time was April 4th mm-hmm. and I took a leap into doing social work in a tech space which I can say I never thought I would be here but I'm grateful mm-hmm. because I am working completely from home for a cool app for teens and I still get to coach my favorite group of people and also still work with social work interns all in one job. It really was like, uh, the, I mean, the job description literally was for me. Like, I, I mean that in every bit of the way, legit. It had everything I had experienced in it. And it was just super unique. Um, and it's at a tech startup. So that's also cool, too. Learning a lot of tech things that I was not aware of. <laughs> it's a whole new world, isn't it? It's a whole new world. Working from home also is a whole new world. I will say I legit enjoy not putting on the bra every day. It's probably Hello? My favorite. City, city, say the city. And I know we had an episode on this. That was an episode title back when we were like in COVID, but like for real. Like it's a legit thing. Like I do not have to put a bra on Mm-mm. to work. <laughs> for what? For and what? it is amazing. Not gonna lie. Don't you Other- feel like you have a higher bandwidth for being annoyed when you don't have a bra on? Yes. Because otherwise I'd be like ready to take it off. Like I had, you know, it was a long day. I feel restricted and I don't have to feel restricted in that way now that I'm working from my desk and people literally can see my, depending on how my laptop is sitting, can see me shoulders up. Listen. And I mean, there are days when I'm in the meetings, like there are legit some days I am in meetings. I think Friday, I was in a meeting every hour from 12 to six o'clock last night. Those suck. Those suck. And those feel like... My boss was like, we got to the fourth meeting. My boss, I hadn't even realized every meeting we was in together. And she was like, we need a break from each other today. Like she was joking. I was like, oh, we since 12 o'clock because we had a check-in. And then we had some other meetings, which, I mean, they were super important meetings. And I got to be in a room with some people in the mental health space that I never thought I would be in Mm. um, on Zoom. So that was cool. Um, So it was, I mean, the meetings all generally always feel like meaningful. I haven't been in a meeting where I'm like, oh boy, like this could have been an email. Also, I don't even check my work email. It's non-existent. Yeah, it's not a thing. Slack is it. I don't even think I got an email last week. Like Slack is legit the best thing for working from home space. But I gave up summer break. This is the first time ever in life that I have not been on the school schedule. And how did, how was that adjustment? Well, I had always been thinking about it for two years. I was just like, I kind of like having scheduled plans while I'm off was cute. Like in my 20s. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I want to take off when I want to take off and I'm living in the land of unlimited PTO. Mm-hmm. So I can go on a trip during my birthday month, for example. Yep. And yep. not have to worry about people giving me the evil eye about taking the extra day off after President's Day or some shit like that as an example. As an example. So mm-hmm. um, it's all as well. I'm still teaching mm-hmm. the k- kids, um, the graduate school class online for the summer. I took that on. Some days I'm like, I don't know why I did that, but 
um, here we are. And yeah, that's what's been up with me. Back I have more, more time to do things that I've been wanting to do. Awesome. Okay, so we're going to put a pin in that, but you said that at work you get to sit in with sit in meetings with people in the mental health space that you didn't even know about do you feel like you are like learning things like what like what are you learning that you can share mm-hmm. and like has it changed like what you thought you knew about your field or like um more about that digital health in the tech space, like mental health being a service digitally is legit a thing. And like my, my company that I work for is not the only one that everybody's trying it out. And I think what's cool about the place I work for that is truly just for teens mm-hmm. and like truly and navigating that space in the, in the coaching realm. So I think that's cool. And also I'm just learning a lot about tech like the integration of tech and mental health is fascinating. Also, in the in the way that I like telehealth, yes, everyone's talk about telehealth, but this is like a different avenue. Um, and I get to contribute to the mental health content on the app, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to say, hey, this is there's a bug on the app, or this is not showing up this way, or contributing to how something looks. Or how it would feel for the user mm-hmm. from a mental health perspective mm-hmm. is new. Interessante. And, but and cool. So yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Flying okay. free. And then you said you have had time to like do more stuff that you have wanted to do. What <laughs> has that included? That has including stop running from DJing. Mm-hmm. I have been running from it probably since on and off since 2018. Mm-hmm. And I started having a conversation specifically and only with my father. And this was the, he passed literally a couple months later after we started this conversation. So I had felt super connected to it after he passed and started learning from my uncle who DJs in Jersey all over at house festivals. Mm -hmm. Um, And we just bonded in that way as it was something my father wanted me to learn how to do. And I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um, And then life just was happening and I stopped. Then fast forward to, what, 2019? When I started dating Keon. Mm -hmm. He bought me my first mixer and just invested in me in that way as also he had dibbled and dabbled with the DJing. Then Keon passed away and I truly was running from it. Then I was like, just wanted to touch it. And it was like, eh. And just actually just was talking myself at it all the time. And I just needed to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, so after I took this job, a class popped up that I knew about like last fall. And I was like, oh, um, I'm just going to take this class so I can get back into the basics. So I finished the class two Wednesdays ago. Um, and it was really good. So now I am making my way into like really DJing. So you're going to be like, you're going to have like an Instagram page where people could book you like a link tree. I think eventually. Okay. Yeah. Maybe sometime by the end of this year. Probably. Okay. Maybe sooner. I don't know. We'll see. I'm still in, um, practice mode. Well, yes. Practice makes perfect. 
yeah i mean truly you literally have to invest in it um literally every day i mean it's like being it's the instrument yeah so i literally the last couple weeks have been making sure i find time to practice i actually just ordered me the mini mixer that you can travel with this is the one we learned on in class Mm -hmm. um that I, I mean, it's nicer to practice on that than my big Serato one because sometimes it can be a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was dropping names. I don't know what that shit means, but it sounds. Serato like... is the platform mm-hmm. that is connected to the mixer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen Pioneers. Yes, I've seen that. Pioneers is the the mixer. One of the there's Pioneer, there's Newmark. My my turntable that I play my records on is by Newmark. But I have my mixers by Pioneer. I have a DJ, the beginner one. But then there's a smaller one by Hercules DJ, I think it is, which also comes with Serato. It's like, it's small. Like you literally throw it in your bag and connect it to your computer. So I'm going to like, when I travel this week, Mm-hmm. Even though we're traveling, I'm taking my mini one with me. You better take your instrument on the road and practice. Yes. It, because if you don't, then like you, you literally, because it's muscle memory. Yeah. So, oh my God. So like while y'all getting ready for the house festival, y'all could be, you could be getting them ready to pregame. You should be running sure. the pregame. Sure. Yes. That's, I try to do that. You need to be running the pregame. Like, yeah. So I'm taking, I literally, the other day I was like, I'm just about to order this because I feel like not being connected to it for a couple of days is going to drive me crazy. Cause I literally, the last couple is just all, I'm like trying to find time throughout the day, either on it or I'm like watching something to make sure my transitions are work. Cause that's what it's at. Once you, I get, you get out of your head and like make the transitions. Like last Friday, last week, Shayla was here. She that's where y'all had a party. Yes. So of course she came in. As I go to my mother's house to collect things, Shayla thinks my house is also that. She came here for some incense. Circle of life. Left, left with a bag. So Circle she comes life. here and has her laptop. I said, oh, you staying? She's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna stay for a little bit. So she was like, oh, why don't you DJ? And I was like, so now I was like, forget it. So I turned the hooked it up and we rocked out for a little bit. And I wasn't in my head. I was just able to flow. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so oh my god I just had a wonderful idea I hope I don't let me write myself a note so I don't yeah I'm about to say right drugs. this would be so cute let me write it down right now you're gonna remember where you wrote it down because sometimes yes I'm, I'm writing it in my notes so um, here we are I am stepping in to that because it's something that I've truly always wanted to do and I think is naturally came from collecting Oh, wait. So I'm not done. I'm basically just going to interview a little bit more. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, what kind of DJ will you be? Do you- a, at the end of the class, one of the instructors, they was asking everyone. And I generally, as always, right? Of course, I went to house, like house is my favorite genre. However, I do not want to be stuck in that either. So I would like to be like a versatile DJ. Okay. Like okay. I, I would love to be able to play any crowd of people. That's how you know you're a good DJ. I think if you could play any crowd of people, that's how. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I do not want to be stuck in one genre. And I mean, honestly, when we were in class, I think we played a mix of between hip hop, R and B. The first night we had class, we were just rocking with R and B for the most mm-hmm. part, but. I if I could be versus versatile, so you could rock any crowd, like truly any crowd in any age group. 
Okay. Okay. All right. That question. But, I, but ideally, my favorite probably would be House of Disco and probably R and B. R and B. Okay. And um, when you like are basically practicing, how? So when Shayla was like, "Why don't you DJ?" How did you decide? I'm always interested to know what how a DJ picks his first song. Because that's important, right? Yeah, I think depending is I have a practice folder right now of songs that I like throwing in there that is just like I put it in it as practice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. What have I been starting practicing with? Last week, I definitely, when Shayla was here, I was just pretty much playing house music. And I have, like, this is, like, I just have music. I ain't going to say where the music came from, but I have tons of it, which is a blessing. Yes. Okay. Some of it that was passed down to me from Keon that I had got long before he passed. And then I got some some more. So I'm loaded. So when you say you have music, that's just like legit, like music files or just mu- without like, I guess. So here's what I don't understand, which which is showing like, I don't know anything about DJing. I have music too, but I'm assuming that I don't have music like you have music. Yes, because some of the music is queued up. There's like some some of the songs are queued up for like certain tempos or parts of the like parts of the song or ways that a DJ transitions in. Some okay. of the songs that I have, not all of them. Okay. Some. Okay. Yes. And then like Jersey Club and like old school Jersey Club, the kids Jersey Club they have now and it's like some of the songs are like different tempos or different styles. Oh, uh, styles. Okay. And then some of it is just like original format. The original, yeah. And then the nice thing about the mixer is that my cue points are saved in my mixer. So once I'm more accustomed to it and I'm playing live, the cue points for the songs and when I'm changing in are already saved. What is a cue point? So a cue I know what a cue point. I mean, I guess like musically, the, what is it? So you can load, you can cue up certain parts of the song. So okay. you know the BPM, right? The beats per minute. Yeah. So that's how you lining up the music to like transition or come in. So if I'm trying to mix two songs, mm-hmm. the BPMs have to be lined up. Oh, so and like you cue, and you cue it, you can cue cue it in at certain points of the song, or I can loop it. So if I'm playing one song and I'm like transitioning, and I just want this one part of the song to play, and while I'm transitioning, I'm going to put the loop on so it can loop for like a certain amount. It's like you can loop it for four or eight counts. Me also DJing is also like numbers. Yeah, awesome. math. Yeah, it's math. Mm-hmm. Straight up math. Hmm. Yeah. Thing. It's like a science. It's a legit science. It is a science. And yes, it's science for sure. Oh, so I get why DJs might be annoyed when people be like, can you play this? It's like, no, nigga, yes. already. <laughs> yes. That's why it's annoying. You Can you put this on? Like, especially, I'm not there yet. Especially if you're not there yet. Or like some, if you are DJing a wedding, um, you have people have set their sets up already and not that you can't play out your set <clears throat> however if you prepare for something for a gig sometimes they have their songs selected already for whatever reason depending on what the crowd is um what is your like ideal like 
place to DJ or thing to DJ or event to DJ? Like you're trying to DJ the BET Awards. You want to do a set at Essence Fest. Oh, you like? I don't even know if I thought that far. Do you even want to do stuff like that? Do you just like? I generally do not know if I wanted to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, honestly. I mean, it would, I think it would be ideal, and it probably makes sense. Like, it probably will happen. I'll say that, but I haven't thought about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think originally when I first, or just in general, I was like, I would love to do like events mm-hmm. for like other people in the mental health field. Mm-hmm kind of and like other like family stuff i would assume um but i don't know so you like baby showers sure gender reveals no gender reveals just because i don't <laughs> even like gender reveals like i just went, i just went to one this weekend that's only because it's my co-worker that i truly truly love otherwise what I'm are they having a boy wonderful at least they won't have to fight for abortion rights and to be honest it was it was her husband's birthday and they decided just to do the the reveal during then so it wasn't like uh everybody it's just a gender reveal that's cute so I, maybe that's why i didn't think about it in the way i truly think about the <laughs> reveal that's probably why i process it different because <laughs> it was the latter it wasn't the whole like gender reveal and i also just think in hindsight just because of the work i do like gender reveals are also insensitive <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like i have not i don't see why people haven't gotten to that point yet also we are just, another thing to celebrate or to monetize yeah i don't think people have gotten to the point but it's also just for people who are non-binary and you know it's just insensitive to have a gender reveal funny enough when i was coming back on the train from dc I was, I don't know why I started thinking about my own gender reveal. Cause you know, I don't even like gender yeah. reveals. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I were to do a gender reveal, what would my gender reveal be? And I would be like, <sighs> I thought about it and I was like, oh, it's, this is super. I was, I was like, oh, I'm trying to make it, make it way more complicated. And I was like, no, this is, this would be the perfect kind of perfect themed I guess I should say Mm -hmm. gender reveal for me um and the theme would be is my baby going to the NBA or the WNBA okay for my gender reveal but then I was like I would never do that I would never do that because it's a tacky and then I was like I don't like (laughs) I just don't like gender reveal I just don't like them I just don't like them I rather I I just it's pointless because at the end of the day whether you identify as you know, male or female or, you know, non-binary, whatever, you still going to get a baby. <laughs> yes. Either way, either, getting a baby. Either way, whatever that baby comes out to be in this world is going to be a baby. It's going to be a baby. So you don't get to decide <laughs> the latter. No. But at this, it, you just don't. So, sure. That's maybe that's at this point I'm truly over for that reason. Um, I'm truly over gender gender reveals. Well, speaking of gender reveals, happy pride. Happy pride, yes, happy pride. Happy pride. I've never been to a pride parade. I still was thinking about this yesterday. I was just thinking about that. I was like, I think I want to go to a pride parade. I see myself next um, year. 
I really want to go to like because I like am choosing I want to be violent based on everything that's happening in the world like what and like I want to totally go to like a pride parade in like Uh, a little town where little town like Uh. where people are probably picketing the pride parade oh yeah and I want to be you get bucked so you get no I want to be the person what do you call the what do you call the thing that Joe Clark had with a megaphone the megaphone <laughs> i want to like just be the person with the megaphone yelling in the opposer's ear being like why are you mad why are you mad that people are living their lives how about you mind your business i, can't see that. I just want to do that like i just want to i want to like, but yeah a rainbow onesie with like do it that's writ has the word ally written across my chest with the megaphone just yelling in people's ears i want to be on a float <laughs> you want to be on a float Hell maybe yeah! DJ maybe I can DJ. Maybe I can DJ. <laughs> we can do it, but but do it real small. Like maybe we could have you like DJ like a, a West Ward Pride Parade. Like we have you DJ like a little Pride Parade at this. Yeah, that would be cute. That, yeah. I mean, yes, I would love something like that. That would be. Cute. I'm there for it. A house yeah. Pride Parade. Sure, because that is all in line with, you know, where House Underground started. Yes, but we ain't gonna get into that right this second. Before we get into that, I, I totally sure. wanted to get into that. I was oh, like, this okay. be a perfect segue. Sure, because I was gonna say we ain't get into your updates, but we can go. To, we can go this way. First. So the girls, and when I say the girls, I mean everybody's, mm-hmm. have discovered house music. And I don't even know if I would say that. It. I don't. What what they think is house music. People are now musical scholars and historians. Have, historians and phd archivists like just telling us where things come from and the roots and i wish i could have been a fly on the wall last week when this happened so when it happened with drake i actually didn't pay it any mind because i'm not a drake fan mm-hmm. i didn't like when he mixed uh Get that super, superman mm-hmm. which which people don't realize that's also black coffee was the dj on a new album so mm-hmm. in my mind that just made sense because of the sample from mm-hmm. the last album i don't like drake so i like, don't like care. Whatever. i was like whatever and then you know who you know i have a confession to make also about you know who what you like the song no i don't like uh, the song i don't like the song i listen to uh, the song I listen to What's the confession. So I am now feeling somehow obligated that I need to see you know who in concert. Oh, you never seen him in concert? No, because I just that's one of the last things I thought I would want to do. I feel like I just need to see, say, like, I feel like I'm gonna grow old and be like, I should have saw her in concert at oh, least at one point yeah you definitely i deserve should. as a person that loves music so like i don't hate her i just think i don't oh, like how either. y'all get i don't like how y'all react when it, she puts out music like y'all so like, like a y'all couple music. days before the song dropped the there was a release yes she, she put somehow something out with i think it was was it on cd first and then the vinyl dropped something like that so one of my friends um after you know fela 
she yeah. texted me because she also likes to she collects vinyl but also likes to collect cds or whatever so she mm-hmm. texted me was like uh-huh. something about something funny about getting the beyonce cd and i said you ain't got to worry i ain't ordering nothing i ain't looking to and that includes vinyl Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was like, you ain't got to worry about me. I ain't chasing the bag one. So that's when it started. And I was like, oh, here we go. Beyonce about to drop something. Everybody about to lose their yeah. mind. Hoodie sent me a TikTok. Talk about they say Beyonce. The TikTok say Beyonce on her way. <laughs> and then three days later, I saw Beyonce. Right. Beyonce. So I wake up in the morning and I listened. I was in the bed and I see scrolling. And I was like, oh, okay, let me go listen to the song. So immediately I was like, this sounds familiar. Hmm. So I'm like, let me let me check myself. And I did. I said, oh, okay, cute. I hope she, I hope Robin S and anybody else she sampled on the album gets credit with credit. I'm sure she, and I'm sure Beyonce. I'm sure she's I'm sure, she I'm sure. I would love to know that she takes care of it. So I'm did. like, I'm like, okay, this is cute. It doesn't feel like I, you can hear the sample, but to me, it's not, I don't want to hear that shit at no festival. I do not want to hear that when I'm out. I don't, I don't want to. Like I, unless somebody mixes it in a different way, like it doesn't, it's house, but it's not like, it's a sample. It's mixing some other things. So I'm like, okay, it's cute. Like I could, like, it's cool. I don't want to hear it all summer, but that's true to me. Like with most Beyonce, because everybody's going to wear it out. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I'm never given the opportunity at first to appreciate anything Beyonce puts out because her fans ruin it because they just stuff it and, down my throat. Oh, so much I get turned off about it because- Literally. I listened to, you know, I listened to Lemonade mm-hmm. probably three years after. It was I home. remember. I was like, I actually think it's, I actually think it's fantastic. But I mean, yeah. her fans literally do not give you a chance to enjoy it and sit in it because they like lose their shit and it's annoying. Which yeah, is like, like why I always like I appreciate Beyonce and her artistry and how she does things. Yeah, but it's truly the the Bay High that gets on my nerves. So annoying, but. I did say, and I said, I said, I'm going to see Beyonce in concert with this next album. And I would see it. I would go. I'm going to try to see her out the country. Oh, that would be good. Like I'm thinking Paris, Amsterdam. Amsterdam probably be nice. London, that might London, Stockholm, something like that. Like I'm trying to see Beyonce I'm in the country. I love I love that. I, I'm here for that. Absolutely. It's because I seen her twice. And when I mm-hmm. seen her twice, I seen her in one summer twice, I think. Wow. Or was it two years back? This was me and Nakai seen her in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. And then I see her made in America. Oh, okay. Okay. And I want to say that all was the same summer. I don't remember which album it was that just came out, but I seen her twice. Um so yeah, she's great to see. I, for someone that loves house music in the way I do, and you know, I am a house music encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. And that truly just came, I just, I don't know when I started to like really dig because house music is not mainstream. Yeah. Um, in a and way I feel that, bad for y'all because now I feel like people are trying to get in y'all's like secret, not secret. Yeah, no. Secret, no not no. so secret society and people trying to act like they know stuff. And but I was like, truly, I know the real house heads are pissed. However, so this is what people really don't know. Like the true, like old school house is actually not paying shit anymore. Yeah. Honestly. It's like, a fad. It's like, it's, oh, a, it's, like it's, the, yeah. it's the young heads on Instagram. Like I seen it on Facebook. So New Jersey house community. So we talk in New Jersey, Chicago, Detroit, 
who am I missing? Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, South Carolina has a little house scene. Atlanta has a house scene also that I just like kind of found out about. Um, they, New Jersey has a house, like multiple house music groups. Of course. And what people don't realize is that like the house heads and the New Jersey house heads are the ones that was out at the Zanzibar and Newark back in the day they just mm-hmm. still out here dancing in their 60s getting it. you wouldn't even know it mm-hmm. they the community is very tight yeah so they know everybody everybody know everybody it's the same people when you go out this is why like when i go to festivals sometimes i usually don't act unless it's like my couple friends that always go with me sometimes i go by myself because i when you go there you're just gonna see people mm-hmm. and i don't be going to hang i'm going to dance on the dance floor i don't need nobody to dance with Mm-hmm. but the house is on facebook like they be going off on each other sometimes like it is i would take britney sometime like girl go in the group <laughs> like because they will be going off simple as that like people with their phones and recording on the dance floor mm. stop it like they be like this you're just supposed to dance you're supposed to dance or coming up to the dj booth and recording in the dj's face with your flash on like this was happening last summer mm-hmm. and like they would literally put a whole message in the top of the facebook group and i like that it's like yeah it's just people, for what it is yeah and it's hold really accountable hold people accountable and people like me laughing don't take offense to it but that's like the community really takes care of each other mm-hmm. in that kind of way and i just think it did feel like an invasion of privacy and also everybody was just like sharing all this house music history that i'm like people like if you're a true househead then you then you know yeah so if you don't know people like larry levan or frankie knuckles or ron hardy or jesse saunders like the foundation of like house and clubs like Paradise Garage in the Loft in Zanzibar and Newark. Uh, what's the other one? Brighter Days or uh, Nowadays or something like that was in New York. Like all of these, oh, the warehouse in Chicago. Like those are like the foundations of like where house came from. And mm-hmm. then house just really just came out of this everyone hating disco music also. It was like, this really disco revenge after they burned all the disco CDs on the baseball field at the end of the 70s because they was over disco because disco was white people yes it was white, white men it was yeah, white yeah. men breaking albums and the baseball field burning them shits because they hated disco so much along with other things and racism and shit like that in the music scene and then people like to call house music disco's revenge because house music really came after the disco era yeah, because there are some di- elements of disco. It's a derivative of disco. Something. Yeah, you can easily hear. And some disco songs you would still, I would sometimes will be on my house playlist because it just kind of just get played with it. Yes, because you know I know, love me some, you know how to love me. And that's I know. Cool. Yeah, so I just think it's, I think it's nice to teach people. Um, I'm happy people are discovering it. Discovering it. Because it's, yeah, but I also think people, the true house heads actually is not paying the shit any mind, to be honest. Yeah. In a true way, honestly. Like, there's so many, like, the house communities are really tight-knit in terms of, like, festivals and DJ promoters and DJs in that kind of way. Um, I saw somebody make a joke of a post and, like, Beyonce put house music back on the scene. I'm like, oh, please stop. Yeah, like, it was never. It never left the scene. It like, never right. left, and that's what I felt like. I'm like, house music actually just never. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like Beyonce. Ain't got nothing to do with this. Like house has been going forever. Like, yeah, 
we just back outside. I'm literally 24 hours, 48 hours away from touching down in Chicago, which I also thought it was funny. I said, oh, this is happening right before I go to Chicago. So yep. now Perfect even more, like even more excited to be heading back to Chicago because it's been two years. I've had tickets. Me and my friends have had tickets since 2020 to Chosen Few, and they are honoring them. So we are taking ourselves back to Chicago, and this is going to be my fifth festival, I think. I went for the 25th anniversary. It's the first time I went, and this one is the 30th. Okay, perfect segue, because I want to talk about the Chosen Few Festival um do you think do you think Beyonce and Drake will be played at that festival I think it depends on the DJ and are you excited about like DJs putting their own like house mix on top of a house mix because that's what I'm I'm waiting I'm waiting I really genuinely think this summer I'm waiting that's what I was saying earlier like I truly think somebody is going to do it somebody is going to mix Beyonce's break your soul to feel a little bit more of like house and what people don't realize like house music is at a certain BPM and like it's known like house music cadence is learned for a certain type of BPM in a song Mm -hmm. and like Beyonce like is the sample is there but it could be to make it like rock like to really rock a festival I can see somebody making it like it can go it can go like soulful house and not soulful like tribal house music which is more like the house mixed with like African beats yeah I can see it going that way mm-hmm. I haven't really listened to really at a drink song to even like know what kind of feel it has but somebody's gonna do it and I'll be here for that yeah, I want to hear that. That's what I'm it's gonna happen. Maybe it might. I mean, I honestly, at the festival, the the DJ lineup is all the chosen few DJs minus Frankie Knuckles who passed away. But all the chosen few DJs play mm-hmm. with additional. So my favorite DJ, female DJ Natasha Diggs from the city, from New York, that hosts um, Soul of the Horn. Um, she is gonna. She is on the lineup, so I'm excited about that. And a couple other people, I think. So we'll see. Hmm. I feel like Beyonce has more for more for that to happen with the Beyonce song than probably Drake. Probably. Okay. But I'm still not gonna listen to Drake's album. <laughs> I listen to Drake album. Drake album reminds me more of the Weekend's album. I really and the Weekend isn't house. The Weekend feels more like '80s, '90s. Oops, oops. I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. describe it, but I actually, I enjoy The weekend. The weekend makes me want to, like, get up and go. Mm-hmm. Um, but Drake was more similar to that. Beyonce's, I just was like, I guess when I heard people talking, that saying, like, Beyonce did a house something, I expected her to knock it out the park. Yeah, and it's not, and, knock, and it's, it's not, not it's not knock out the park. And I wish <clears throat> y'all would stop putting big, I love Big Frida. Stop just having Frida at the beginning of the song yelling. <laughs> Let Frida do it. Let Big Frida do a little bit more. I am like <laughs> the her from second yelling. Beyonce song that Big Frida has been on. And like, stop doing that. Giving Big Frida the intro to like get us in. And then like, Big Frida is gone. Free Big Frida. Give Big Frida a, br- a bridge. A bridge, the chorus, the outro. Because I love me some Big Frida. The Queen D. Yo, I love Big Frida. So are don't you, like- did you watch College Hill on BT? 
I saw Puddy's post this morning on her Insta story. I didn't even see Puddy's post on her Insta story. <laughs> it was this morning, and it reminded me that I need to go watch it. Because I think it, dry, it came on after the BET Awards last yeah. night. Also, BET, in my mind, I'm like, y'all still watching BET Awards? Yes, because that was premium nigga entertainment i was because so many people had an insta stories and then by the time diddy got his award i had turned it on and i also like my schedule since i'm on on sundays anyway so i'm home and i was mm-hmm. like i usually just like just don't have the tv on so it's like quiet time but i was like y'all still watching bt awards like i'm just very confused by it like sure support i know there's a lot of hbcu stuff happened last night great love it but like outside of that so here's what I my reset was a mess yesterday, and that was great. To like one of the things I like about award shows. So, first of all, having award, I didn't realize that having award shows back post-COVID and be able to do something simple. Like I never went to an award show. I'm not at the award show, but having the award show back post-COVID made it feel less COVID-y. Mm-hmm. in my space at home so like my situation at home didn't change I'm still watching yeah. and texting with my friends but I felt like it was because they were regular again the text felt regular again yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. watching the show um BET like I am always amazed at BET's like commitment to just always almost get things right it's like y'all come so close to knocking it out the park and then y'all just don't get it right. Yeah. Uh, love Taraji P. Henson down. She but don't she, ever need to host nothing again. I was just trying to say Taraji's not a great host. Actually, I don't need hosts for any award shows because I'm actually starting to realize that is what makes me not like the award shows. It's the, the host the presenters. Some of them, like, y'all not being able to read teleprompters and I don't know if it's because y'all can't read or like they're not putting the the script large enough like the lighting but like I am tired of seeing people who for the most part work in show business and I know y'all see scripts and stuff all the time fumble mm-hmm. over simple words I'm tired of that so like whatever y'all got to do get them some literacy coaches make the font bigger fix the lighting I'm tired of that that's annoying some of the people who don't have stage presence and who make awkward jokes and like the jokes are written on a teleprompter who can't deliver them the right way. Like that is annoying and hard to watch. Like only get people who are not awkward to present awards. I'm tired of that. The performances are like fine. Like the performances don't even bother They had me. a lot of performances last night. They had a lot of performances. Uh, I did not know Gibeon's voice really. I thought Gibeon's Ooh. voice was... <laughs> This is, so this is the problem also this is the other thing i have to get better at is paying like attention to like new things and new artists because i don't and i'm like who there was some was this the guy that his mic was acting up yes okay i knew that was him what mm-hmm. poor thing he was touching his um i don't think his mic acted up i don't i mean i also was confused of like who was seeing singing live and who wasn't singing live but like his voice i have only heard him on the radio and like his voice is so different that I was like, oh, he had this has to be like studio engineered. And then I heard him 
And I was like, oh, that nigga voice really sound like that. And then his voice did what it did at the BET Awards. I was confused. I've seen his face before. I feel like I definitely probably heard the song, but I was just like, oh, what's happening? Um, Mariah Carey was there. I saw that. I do like Mariah. I enjoy Mariah Carey. Um, Diddy was there. I mean, yeah. Little Kim was there. It's a little bad boy reunion. Yes, Mary J. Blige or Monet, as I like to call her. I mean, Mary J. Blige really is winning. She's in a winning season. I mean, why wouldn't Mary J. Blige win? Like, if you're disrespecting your elder at this point, because, like, I'm not going to hold you. (laughs) Yeah. There was one category she was in, and I was like, Mary's song wasn't better than three of those songs in that category. But, like, I get it. It's Mary J. Blige and it's the BT Awards. We know she's not going to get her shit at the other awards. So, like, we have to give it to Auntie Mary, even though there were three other songs. Always wonder how at the BET Awards, how the um, decisions get made about who won. Me too. I would right. at this point, I wonder how all the decisions get to be. Well, I think anymore. at like the Oscars and the Emmys, there's like a a vote. Like, yeah, they vote. There's like certain pe- certain people, whoever have like these memberships, have like a right to these, have the voting power. But like who is voting on the awards at BET? Truthfully. I like I generally want to know the question. Like who is the who is the people lined up to make the choices about who win the awards at BT and who get nominated? I really want to know that. Me too. Like Doja Cat, seeing Doja Cat nominated at the BET Awards still is a little just like because she was in some categories and Doja Cat in the categories was always like those questions we had on Tesla's like which one of these things do not belong. And I love Doja Cat. Like I do every single Doja Cat has put out, I fucks with it. But I'm just like, I don't think she R and B categories, Doja Cat. But listen, that also lets me know I'm getting old. Because a lot of stuff I just don't understand. And it's just like this shit was so long for no reason. It was because I was like at eleven o'clock I said, Oh, I can still catch the last thirty minutes. I was confused. I just don't I don't understand. Like I know we gotta support. But like BET really irks me. Did you like, watch the Martin reunion? Not yet. Oh, I haven't. I'm playing. I seen a clip, and only reason I seen a clip because one of um, a North Star alum that actually was a student, my oh, first year as a social worker. Um, he's been. You've seen him before because he used to work at North Happen and now, um, but he's really like out here, like big, like entrepreneur, doing interviews and whatnot, and. He posted it like a couple of weeks ago and he posted a clip of his part of the interview on YouTube and then watched it. And I was just like, you better go ahead. Did he tell he people do he was from Newark? Yes. Yeah, so that was a part of one of the clips where he said something about Brick City and she like reacts to it. So it was dope. It was really nice to, you know, see people have their dreams come to fruition. So that's probably why I paid attention to it. I love Martin, but I think that's what really got me interesting in watching. I just haven't watched the whole thing yet. Martin, I'm watching. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch College Hill. We support BET Plus. College Hill. I don't. I seen the commercial. I was just like, why? And the people, Frida, Nene. Yeah, that's comedy. Lamar Odom. Lamar AJ. Yeah. It's like the. It's like the. Re- no, I wouldn't say Nene is a reject from reality TV. I wouldn't say that. Stacey Stacy. Why do we even entertain mm-hmm. Stacey Jack? Like, I why? Don't I don't know, but I'm going to watch it and find out. 
we already know sis is a nut. We already know her political views. Like, why? I'm gonna let some episodes stack up. And that's why I'm saying I don't want to want to watch it right now. I need a like a good three back to back. Yeah, so I could cackle because I feel like I'm gonna be like stomach bust cackle. Mm-hmm. That's some good quality TV. And if Putty already posted highlights, she said something this morning. Um, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Oh Lord. Um, there was something else that came on TV. And I thought about you. Oh, did you watch the 30 for 30 on the women on the dream team? I'm going to watch it in Chicago because I don't have ESPN. Erica told me about it and I was like, I'm going to watch it only in Chicago. Because you know, I love 30 for 30. Yes. I mean, 30 for 30 is fantastic. That was so good. That thing was so good. I heard that's when she, she texted our group chat. It was like, y'all got to watch it. I was like, oh, it's a new one. Like during the pandemic, there was a bunch of, I like binged most of the 30 for 30 during the pandemic. What's your favorite? What's like your top? Oh, the, the, the Detroit Piston one is probably one of my favorite. The I, fight, huh? The yes. fight one, the the Malice it's at the Palace. It's two of them, right? Malice at the Palace, probably. This is like also like this is two things I didn't know, realize I had no idea that uh, what's his name, Rodman had played for the Pistons. I didn't know he played. For oh, the you didn't know he played. You only knew you only knew Chicago Bulls. I only knew Chicago. So when I, I was like, oh shit. And so that's what Before had got all me. the tattoos and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I had oh. that's what got me sucked in. You know, Bill Lambeer, the one that used to coach in the WNBA, used to play for the Detroit. Yes. Yeah. So that's how I got sucked in after the uh I think the Michael Jordan one was the first like that series on is I watched it. The last dance. The last dance, and then they got me. I was like, oh, because I truly like I love sports, but also like I don't pay attention as much as I used to, but I truly also love documentaries. Yeah, I will watch it. I will watch a documentary over a regular movie in a heartbeat. And I probably will watch a documentary mostly about anything, but sports documentaries are usually my favorite. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. But the the Detroit Piston story was probably one of my favorites because I really didn't know like that whole story of the, the team and the fight. What's his name? Isaiah uh Thomas. Thomas, him and George, like all of that whole thing was something I like had no I was fascinated by that and so after that I started watching like the 30 for 30s got me something also what's the other documentary oh about the uh lady trojans on HBO with my girl Cynthia oh that started already no the one the documentary that came out last year there's a new one coming oh I thought I did I watch that you, I think you watched it. It's about the the team when uh, what's uh Miller? What's her name? Oh, Cheryl Miller. Oh, I did. Well, Cheryl Miller. Right, right, yeah, right. it's about Cynthia when they highlighted that team and it like gives a story about like background of everybody on the team and just that whole time. That was also like one of my favorite ones. One of my favorite documentaries. I could actually watch that again. It was really good, and my girl was on there. So there's a New York Liberty documentary that came out a couple of weeks ago, and I'm a, you could like it's. I think it was at. It premiered at Tribeca, but you could like buy it to rent it at home in your own theater. And I think I may do it. Like, I need to like write that down for when I'm bored and want to watch something because it was like fourteen dollars to rent. I'm gonna watch it because I do love a good um sports good documentary, documentary yes. especially since it's the fiftieth anniversary of Title Nine. If you haven't heard, ah uh, yes, I did. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah. So um, look at you. I didn't know you were in the thirty for thirties. I did. When I started watching the Jordan thing, that's how I stumbled on him. 
Um, and I'm pretty sure I think them sometime last year. Have you watched the WNBA one, the 144 one? I don't think so. When they were in the bubble, the wobble, as they called it? Actually, maybe. I think I did. That's some good ones. Yeah. So I think there's another one coming out. I think Candace oh. Parker is directing one too. Yes, Candace Parker. I'm literally, I don't know if it's gonna happen. There's a game, the Chicago Sky play that morning we land. We're gonna see if we're gonna make the game. I saw Candace Parker play. We beat them too. No, they beat us at the last second. I actually saw her right before she went to when did she go to Chicago Star? Last year. Last year was her first year in Chicago. Okay, so me and niece, my niece went to the game the year before that. At that's the last game you went to at uh Barclay, and we Uh see play still when she was still playing for the sports. Yeah, I saw it. I've seen her play before, but I want to see her play in, in Chicago. Her her knock knees, bless her the Lord. Yeah, I want to see her play in Chicago. Oh, y'all might be able to make it. That, yeah, that depends on everybody. Everyone's flying in early. Danny is also not home. She's away from for basketball in Florida. So she actually is landing the same morning we are arriving <laughs> back home. because um, she's away for uh I think ain't this is recruitment season or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So she is in Florida. Um, recruiting actually lands in the same time in the morning we all do. Yeah, I hope y'all get there because I'm you knock on yes, wood. Danielle just said that her flight going to Florida was delayed five hours. What so, are you flying? What airline are you flying? United. Oh, okay. I have a 6.39 a.m. flight. I did read that you should t- try to take the first flight out. They, those are the least likely to get. Yeah, and coming back, I have the first flight out also. And I when I come back, um, on a Tuesday, I have the first flight out. Generally, I always try to fly mostly early flights. And I want to rest when I get back on Tuesday before I go back to work. I know you're you going back to work on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I actually should have, I should have kept it Wednesday. It's still my off day. But I had decided, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to work Wednesday because I'm getting ready to change my schedule. Back, oh, okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to Thursday. I mean, Friday, Saturdays off, so I can have a consecutive day off and work fine. and work Sunday through Thursday. That's I, ha- I have to work a week. A week the, it's just a part of the way working for an app that is a mental health app that is live seven days a week. So a part of my role is being a supervisor at least one day on the weekend. So my day is Sunday, but it's not a like work at the computer, need to be at the computer all the time. I can step out for an hour or two. What's that yeah. out and press your way? Yeah. So yeah. That is that is that is it. Um, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? I'm also looking at my Zoom camera. I can tell it's getting dark outside because yeah, want, I just turned my light on. I just went black. Um, what have I been up to? I am trying to learn how to do my job again. You said uh, that the other day when I texted you. Yo, I I went to Yacht Nick. Thank you. I was like, when are we going to talk about this? Because I just want to disclaimer. I remember when we went to the Broadway play and you guys were talking about it. At that time, I think you guys had was getting your flights. And like, I had heard of Yacht Nick, but I didn't envision <laughs> what you guys shared <laughs> on stories and it was nice because i got a whiff of it multiple times from, okay, different, still from different angles yes yes so it made me feel apart because i had it on like four three different insta stories that was happening on so i was catching it from all different angles and i was like 
Oh, I didn't realize you guys were like living, staying on the boat the whole week. The yacht. I didn't yeah. really think. I didn't in my mind it hadn't settled. That's what was happening. <laughs> like I knew y'all was going to yacht. Yeah, it did. I knew y'all was going to yacht. But in my mind, I was like, "This reminds me. What's that show on Bravo? Below deck. Oh my god. Below deck. Huh? So literally, <laughs> literally in my mind, I was like, "Oh, this is some below deck shit." If anybody who was on Island Queen, shout out to Island Queen. I know right now you are laughing because she made the below deck comment because Puddy's ass. In this whole, so we had a whole group chat, yeah, for the trip. Um, there would be multiple times Putty would reference <laughs> below deck, <laughs> and often she would use it to justify or not justify a finding or a rule about the yacht. So, like what? Like, there was this rule that that we found out pretty late that you could not bring hard suitcase, hard shell suitcases. Because there's no storage space on the yacht. And Putty would be like, uh-uh, I've seen them bring hard suitcases on below, oh, deck. below deck. And <laughs> while below deck has yachts, there are different kinds of yachts. Yeah. And we did not yeah. have a below deck yacht. Yeah, yeah. So, I, now that I figured out that you guys did. But in my and also I don't even watch below deck like that. But I'm like, I have a a, a kind of concept of like what happens on below deck. So mm-hmm. I, I figured that. Now I need to watch Below Deck because of one hearing Putty and OJ uh, talk about Below Deck. There also was a skipper who was on Below Deck working Yacht Week. Um, Come on, the woman. Okay. Um, and I think they was said- it was it was y'all skipper? Was no, not ours. No, oh. we had a male skipper. Shout out to Marine. Mm-hmm. and a female host Shout thank you i was like who is the the um the, the, the skipper host? is the he drives the boat yeah, yeah, yeah. but no i remember seeing yeah i posted a picture of your host and the host is maya who cooked our meals yes um, yeah i was eating good she, maya cooked and we was they was nervous because she was white yeah. and young <laughs> but let me tell you maya cooked a meal okay maya cooks down we was nervous because we we was like, y'all, is the food gonna be seasoned? Oh wait, because like, we y'all don't y'all didn't know who y'all skipper and the host was gonna be before y'all got there. We knew like a couple weeks out, and even our skipper didn't even have it updated on the app. So like our skipper found us while we were checking in, while we were eating at some restaurant. Um, yeah, so we had basically hadn't known them at all, um, but we got really close to them. Mm-hmm. um it was like the best way I could describe it is glamping but on a boat okay and it felt very much like summer camp like oh, I from the, from the check-in right from the check-in process to the boat to the rules to getting to know your skipper so like by the you know the first day I mean if, unless you when you know everybody in your boat so we knew each other we just mm-hmm. had to know our skipper and our host but even to like being unsure about your skipper or host and getting to know them. And then by the end of the trip, when we had to say goodbye to our skipper and host, people were crying. Yeah, that's um, how I camp. It was very much summer camp vibes and like how people have changed from being on a trip or how close we've come and all those things. That's like the cook, that's the the public Instagram version of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of Yacht Nick. And then the close friends. 
Yeah, the close friends. It was the fight for me. It was a fight. Yo, everybody was like, and, and who had the best angles of the uh was Elite. Elite had the best best footage of the fight. (laughs) So there was a fight. So I also say we've always, always. Um, we our age group, we were yeah, what was the the ages? We were not the oldest. We were about on the youngest side. Yes, because it's it's not a cheap trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. I seen that when um Elise gave the uh uh what I want to call it. A week after yes yes her questions, oh, her questions. Uh, yeah. she's being an influencer yeah she's being an influencer yeah. yes um there were a couple there were more couples there than i would have expected um a lot of people were on those boats with like got on boats with people they had met for the first time there were some good bad and some uglies about that again summer camp vibes um a lot of people hooking up and there were lots of arguments there were lots of fights um and everybody's on the water so you can hear everything everybody's and on the see water everything and when you dock so like there yeah, was so i'm saying here. when you dock yeah listen at one point when you docked it w- this was like and that's actually a part that i liked about the trip the most because that felt really campy so we'd be all lined up docking yeah. and like you know the boat across they were like playing music and playing like fun drinking games we was playing like music and playing phase 10 some people had like went out some people were sleeping on top of your boat it was like really fun vibes um I had a fantastic time people a lot of people have asked me would I do it again and my answer is no yeah and I can see why though not because I did not have a good time it's because I had the best time and I did everything I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and I left nothing on the floor. And yeah, because so you don't of need that, to do it again. I don't need. Sense? I don't need to do it again. I had a fantastic time. I thought it was so much fun. What made y'all do the yacht week? A uh, yacht Nick? I saw people who went last year. Like I had, okay. like there were some people I knew went to Howard who went last year. It looked fun. I was like, great. I love a boat. All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it literally, like I think Elise said she wanted to go. And then I was like, oh, yeah, bet. Like, you know, let me know should it pop up. And she let people know when it should pop up. She sent out a text message to us in like August. And I was like, I guess the people that say, yeah, I'm interested. She put us in a group chat. And then we we were on Island Queen. It was a good time. Like we watched the sunrise. So like the party stuff, the parties and stuff were banging. Like the parties were banging. We had a good time. We danced. We sang. It was great. But some of the like stuff that I remember the most is like the first night we decided there were some people who fell asleep, but like a large, a uh, nice amount of our boat like decided to watch the sun come up. Mm-hmm. So that was super fun. We did it a couple nights or just like, you know, playing phase 10 mm-hmm. at two in the morning, you know, taking shots, laughing, yeah. dancing, taking pictures, hiking, um, and just being on the water, like just literally being able to wake up to see like yeah living on a boat is nice i would just like to do it do it again not with kids i would like to do it again with like a below deck like with better plumbing so the thing that oh yeah how was that the thing that threw me off the most was you the shower situation you could pee in the toilet and poop in the toilet and flush that anything paper you had to wipe with had to go in a garbage can Oh yeah, like when I that was like that when I went to Costa Rica. Yes, yes. So like the sewer, yeah, yeah. So the sewer, sewer can't room, can't yes. handle it. So, yes, and then like to take a shower, you had to like pump the water. So it was just like it was nothing luxurious about people here. Yacht, just the thing. I heard yacht and thought 
the glamour. Yeah, you about to, the glamour. Mm-hmm. No. So if I do do another, I, would I do like a boat overnight again? Yes. It just has to be a, a better yacht or like mm-hmm. a, a cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't think I could do something that long. Like that was a, that was Yeah, like, how long were you on a boat? Or the whole thing? Maybe like, I think like six days. Oh, okay. That was like six days. Yeah, um, that is, that's a lot. We stopped in Germany before for like, I think we had to live over in Germany for like eight hours. That was mad fun. We got out the airport, explored Frankfurt, had some coffee, walked around, took some pictures. Um, but it was good. It was my first European trips. Nice. Post-pandemic. It was a good time. Um, had a fantastic time. Like, Yeah, it was, I mean, obvious. I was like, this is that. I didn't know which I was going to do. Like, I knew y'all was going to Yacht Nick, but I just was like, oh. Yes, I, and I think that was us too. Like we knew we were going to Yadik, but I don't. And I think we had prepared. That's probably that probably was best best that yes. y'all like didn't realize what it was gonna be. It but I was not prepared good. either way. It was just like, <laughs> oh, like we going. It was like it was great. Now we are excited. It made me even more excited about homecoming because I got a nice dormant rest. I'm not gonna be doing any turn upping mm. like that for a while until homecoming and homecoming day. Yes, I see it's homecoming. Got announced, so I'll be going to homecoming. When is homecoming? The weekend of October twenty second. Can y'all take me to homecoming? You know I've never been to a homecoming. Can we take you to home? So this is so let me. T- <laughs> this is perfect that you bring this up because we there was a a woman on our boat who basically was like, oh, can I take you to homecoming? And then and I was happy. <laughs> it was great because I think any Howard person that is mixy and social probably has the same sort of like anxiety that comes when somebody is like can you take me to homecoming because it's like homecoming is a lot no I I mean first of all I have several friends between you and Angela couple people that go to like went to Howard so I am aware but I also just realized I was like I didn't come I never came to visit when we was in school yes you did you did not come you did you know what you did come to visit in school it's a (laughs) it's a lot so I'm telling people listen Get the hotel, buckle up. Just remind me the date so I can take off work. Yes. If and I if I need to. Probably I'll probably have to take off Sunday. Yes. Cause I'm going from Thursday to oh, Monday. Oh Jesus. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm going from Thursday. Oh no, to that Monday. can work because Thursday be my last day at work. So even if yeah, okay. Just yeah. I mean, I've never Monday. been. So. It's a marathon and a sprint at the same time. Sure. I mean. Okay. It's right. probably not. It's the, it is probably not best that I do this at thirty-four, almost thirty-five, for the first time. <laughs> I'm just going to say that for everybody else also that is listening, that is going to be aware of this. This is probably not the best, but we'll see. But the benefits are. I was saying, I was like, look, we're gonna go harder because we haven't missed my ten. We start. But that's what everything. That's how I feel about the next couple of days when we go to Chicago. I mean, I would like we share, I share notes. The amount of shit that's about to happen today. Erica was like, um, anybody else getting tattoos besides me and Tay? I was like, I text the chat. I was like, yo, we about to just do everything. Like, everything is happening. Fall to the wall. Go for it. Yeah, like, so I feel like that's just the theme of anything that is returning after two years is like times 10. Yeah, I feel like I just have to do everything. That's I was like, I got to, because I don't know. It could be, you know, the world could shut down, you know, so quickly. So you got to do everything. So. Get ready, get ready. Start drinking your water now because we we outside. Um, we are, it's, we're kind of almost at time, but I wanted to take some time to just 
uh, talk about. Uh, do you want to talk about the overturning? The hell of the, of, of Roe versus <laughs> Roe, Roe Roe v. Wade. Um, I mean, how could we not? I mean, literally, I remember Friday we were in these. We had a meeting with one of like a mental health correspondent, um, black woman that has been on like the circuit. She's been on uh, table talk and things like that. And we were, it was a, she's on our clinical advisory board or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we were having a meeting with her and like, she got on was like, we not even going, we can't even start this meeting without even like acknowledging like the heaviness earning foot. And that's how we started the meeting Friday. Just like everybody just acknowledging how, because it was just literally had got announced, announced maybe two hours before the meeting. Yeah. And we knew it was coming because we had, you know, heard the whispers about it like a couple of weeks ago or two months ago. Mm-hmm. And I think for it to fight, like for it to happen is wild. And like now I'm like, what other shit is about to happen? Truthfully, because this is not the end. No. This is the first thing. It's, it's going to be a ripple effect of other things. You, what's funny is you say a ripple effect was literally we had a team offsite on Friday, which is supposed to be fun and relaxing. And you saying ripple effect made me think of my team offsite because one of my coworkers were off, was off mute. And she was like, it's just going to be a domino effect. It's going to be a domino effect. So I had texted her um, and was like, hey, you went off mute. And she was like, oh, my bad. She was like, I'm just like processing so I was talking to my husband. I was just processing this whole thing and it's going to be a domino effect. And you saying it's a ripple effect. I'm like, yeah, it, it really, for the first time, because I feel like a lot of stuff has been happening in the world and I've been, and this is just me just probably protecting my mental health. It's just being, mm-hmm. I'm not going to feed into it. I'm just yeah. going to take it for what it is and be like, how does this affect me immediately? How does this affect it long-term? And then manage my emotions from there. Um, but this was scary because like we learned about Roe v. Wade in school and in a textbook prior to whenever that email got leaked. If you would have asked me if I thought they would have overturned or made, because I've also heard like technically it hasn't been overturned, but it, like basically it just made abortion a state's right. But yeah. if I would have thought that would have happened, I would have been like never like I literally think of myself as the 16 17 year old girl in Mr. Strike's class when we were learning about that and mm. like being like if he would have said what if I told you mm. it was gonna get overturned I would have been like nigga you lying yeah it's it's we are living in wild times and sometimes I just don't even have words for it because I feel like, again, that like this is the beginning. And I always be joking. I be saying to my mother, I'm like, in the minute we all gonna have to be living each- with each other. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I really do feel like, and I don't want that. I don't want that. But like the way we going, I feel like in a minute, like we all, everybody about to be shacking up together for whatever reason, because things is just wild things that happen. I'm like, we all gonna have to be cooped up together, you know, to survive i made a i made like a morbid joke to tahara and tanya on friday and i was like so when we become slaves again is there cotton to pick like i just want to know like will we be picking cotton and filled the rice or like, and i have thought that i have slavery thought that, things like yes. what will slavery be for us like we will be farmers like 
I have thought that far also to think that one, I can't, I can't see it happening. Like, obviously it's not going to be like that. Like it was before we ain't going to be picking on cotton, but like, what is the, this version of it? Because we are literally back in time, but in a new world and it's showing up in different ways. And like people forget that like, Jim Crow and civil rights movies wasn't that fucking long ago. No, not at all. There are people who and it feels like who experience that. And it feels like what happened and all the strides to it was like a band-aid mm-hmm. that like got put on that slowly is getting worn out. Yeah. And like now these things are happening because white supremacy and this just shit is just wild. Yeah. And like, home, yo, Clarence Thomas. This nigga. He got I go. was like, I was like doing some reading, the, I think yesterday, and just on stuff with him. And I was just like thinking about the Anita Hill thing. And it's like, how are you still on the Supreme, Supreme Court? Court? And I didn't realize that at the time when the Anita Hill when she came out like that, it was around the time when he was being nominated and about to... Mm-hmm. It's, like Je- it's like Kavanaugh. Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. How did that even still happen? Like, he gotta go. A lot of them gotta go. I mean, yes, it's not just him. I mean, the ones that just got newly elected to sit on the seat because of crazy um, red hat man gotta go too. But like, if they don't go, we we gonna be living in some scary. I mean, we already living in scary times. Yeah. Like, can it get even more worse? I mean, even I seen, and I don't know how true it is, but some senator, I guess, made a tweet or said something about now looking at uh, segregation. No, bro, uh, Brown versus Board of Education or something like yes, that. Yes, I nearly hollered. I promise y'all. That shit would like because I my work has affected and been like by that like it feels like great other things do but like that is something like that is near and dear and I'm like that shit is crazy that it's that would tear education apart for on many on many levels it's scary Friday definitely felt like. Handmaid's Tale vibes. I ain't yeah. going with you. As I know. And you always used to say that. Yeah. It definitely felt like Handmaid's Tale. Uh, what is it? They say on uh, Under His Eye? Is that Under His Eye. Under His Eye. Um, what's who Siri calls. What yeah. was Siri doing? Siri, I don't hear Siri started, my home pod started playing uh-huh. some music and I was like, oh, I didn't ask for that. So, yeah. I yeah. don't. It's it's a lot what was wild so <laughs> another thing that also was just like i was like we've come to this which is like we shouldn't have to come to um i spent a lot of time on linkedin because of my work and i i haven't even been on facebook because i was like i don't want to be on facebook for this <laughs> mm-hmm. but i have started to see women i saw two things happen i saw women basically say if you are someone who needs to come to my state and it's usually whatever state mm-hmm. is still legal 
for whatever reason, I have a spare bedroom and you can come here, no questions asked. And I said, well, shout out to people finding, you know, somebody built, someone builds a 50 foot, 50 foot wall. Somebody builds a 51 foot ladder. And then I also started seeing women say, literally share their stories about abortions that they've had. Just, and I'm just like, one, this is wild that people are so moved by a decision and like moved in a way that, that like moves them to share an intimate, vulnerable, mm-hmm. medical detail about them their lives on a professional network mm-hmm. because of like how wild that is. And, and the I, scary, scary thing is that, like, if we get to the point where women, like, people feel like they need to come to New Jersey, right, to do that is, like, others, there could be laws that say you can be, you know, have charges against you for going to another state. Or you get in trouble for housing somebody. It's, it's really about to be Handmaid's Tale. Under his eye. It's wild. I'm like, y'all, just live. Or should you be second-guessing? you want to do just you just fucking do it because that's why I go like the people. old people say and my grandmother rest her soul be like we living in our last days it's sure i listen i i took a picture of somebody tweet who was like this starting to feel like the soft launch of hell living in our last days because i don't know what else to think to be honest gas is high it oh. abortions y'all about to take all the plan b because y'all not uh letting people get abortions groceries is high groceries are high gas i mean i got gas the other day and i was like this shit is wild when i got my when i got my truck in 2019 to fill my baby up it was like 30 $35. when i go to the gas station with a half a tank it's almost 50 dollars to fill my truck up yeah, and I can't even because I got a new car around when gas prices went up. Like I don't even know what like it probably would be like forty with my new car, but like sixty, like sixty, sixty-five is wild. And I like, thank God I work from home. But still, Amen. however, sometimes my ass, I be doing mad shit before eleven a.m. Oh, I know, I'm zipping and zooming and zapping. <laughs> like I've been getting my feet done. In the mm-hmm. mornings now, straight mm-hmm. at the nail salon. I'm like, oh, I got two hours before work. I would be at the nail salon like mine. Let me get a so sometimes I be out in the morning before work. I get you. You ain't got to tell me. So, so I'm like, Dad, where my gas go this week? I said, oh, I actually was out the house before work mm-hmm. doing things. So I don't know. This shit is wild. You know, live your life, y'all. Just, just you know, enjoy. Also, apparently, maybe, you know, we might get another whiff of COVID, supposedly. There's some somebody saying I don't know how true it is. Don't quote me. However, you know, be safe out here because people still getting COVID. Yes, people. I know. I know. Like a close friend that right before school year was over, you know, got COVID, and like this shit is still around. So also, just you know, it's nice to be outside, but be careful. Mm-hmm. Wash your hands, nasties. Mm-hmm. So don't be thinking y'all out here living COVID free because we ain't. We ain't. And yeah. then some other shit we ain't never heard of. Is Monkey pox. Yeah. What the hell is this? I said last day. Monkey pox. So stay safe. Um, stay safe. Um, live your life. Uh, we will 
See y'all when we see y'all. Y'all when we see y'all. <laughs> Have a good summer in case we don't see y'all. We might see Into y'all. Into the fall. But you know, we we figured we have blessed y'all. What a nice little um, update. We're doing good. Update. We hope you're doing good. Yeah, be blessed. And you know, be blessed. Protect your mentals. Yes, wear your mask. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>